I'm Jennifer Campbell. I'm Karen Corgan. And I'm Kelsey Litchfield. Welcome to the Girls Talk Ag Podcast, brought to you by the Global Ag Network. This podcast is where we plow through the manure online and discuss what's currently going on in agriculture. From the good stuff to the rough stuff, we may not always be politically correct, but we're definitely honest. Welcome to 2021. I'm trying to be extra upbeat being in a new year, <laughs> but it still feels like 2020, right, Karen? I was going to say, I don't know if we've made it to a new year yet or not, but I've seen a couple of memes that said, you know, I've tried it. I've tried taking the seven day trial of 2021 and I want to send it back. <laughs> don't want it back. Have you ever seen the newer version of the parent trap? Huh? So, um, Meredith Blake is like the evil, like soon to be stepmom. And when she finds out that the daughters are twins, she like has a panic moment. She's looking like back and forth at them. And there's a meme that says one of them's 2020 and one of them's 2021. Like you can't tell the difference between the two of them. I thought, wow, that pretty much sums up what I've seen so far. So but yeah, happy new year. Hope everyone had a great holiday season. We took kind of a break. We did an episode about Christmas gifts and we thought, let's take a break here. And uh, Jen's still on break. She's down in Florida. She's not with us today. And Yeah, she's um, the bitch on the beach today. So. She's the bitch on the beach. <laughs> I wish that was me, to yeah, be me being honest. <laughs> so yeah, we we're jealous. A- we're not calling your names. We're just jealous. Yes. She who must not be named is on a beach down in Florida. Hopefully I'll be her maybe in a couple weeks. And um, we're starting off 2021 um, full speed ahead. You mentioned the other day that you're going to start traveling again. Yeah, we start meetings the end of the month. Um, I suppose that's one thing that is um, good when you're self-employed. You make your own decisions and you don't have to go through corporate. Um, Yep. Not to make light of the situation, but we are taking extra precautions, you know, having limiting the number of people, having large rooms, spacing people out, using Lysol and hand sanitizer. Um, So we shall see how this goes, but um, I'm hopeful at least. Yeah, I hope I hope a lot of people can start. Um, doing some of the, I'm going to put air quotes. I know people can't see them. Normal things again. I went to a cattle show back in Ohio and it's nice to see events still being put on with either restrictions or maybe they have some kind of um, rules. Like everyone had to wear masks. There's only one spectator allowed per exhibitor in the ring. And it, it still felt nice that we were able to do that. So um, I'd do that any day if that means I get to travel. I love traveling. I'm in my, I'm about to be 26. My birthday's at the end of the month. I keep telling people that. (laughs) But um, it's nice to be able to get back out and travel. I haven't traveled since my two-week excursion from Tulsa to Perry, Georgia, back in, right as harvest was starting. And I took a good full two months without traveling and I was ready get back on the road again I'm not sure I've traveled since the summer so probably August well early September I bet so I'll tell you what sucks is a pandemic during the winter (laughs) that's what sucks really because where we live you don't go outside 
during the winter. Like you're basically stuck inside. Like I'm looking at the window right now. It's a bunch of ice and snow out there. I'm not going to go sit out there and indoor dining is still closed. Um, yes, we are officially still grounded in Illinois until at least January 15th. However, all of our regions have met our tier two to move back to tier two mitigations. We just are waiting the incubation period, I guess, from January 1st in case anyone was partying for the new year. I was not partying. I stayed in. I was not good- either. I saw the ball drop in New York and then I fell asleep, but I woke up to fireworks in the neighborhood. So <laughs> it was actually on Eastern time for the second New Year's Eve in a row. So I actually got to celebrate on Eastern time, but we did a Wii bowling tournament at one of my college friends. I couldn't tell you the last time I played on the Wii. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, but with it being winter too, I like to say the winter meeting season mm -hmm. is here. Um, I know that's one thing we wanted to talk about today is even where we still stand and where we were in 2020, is virtual still going to happen? Um, I've been told that hybrid is a popular option where you offer in-person but also remote. I think that almost is going to be an expectation for some things. Um, I think some of the remote has been fairly popular. So there have been some places that have done some really good programming. Um, personally, I attended some conferences that I wouldn't have been able to had I had to go mm -hmm. in person. Um, I went to the, I went to. <laughs> um, <laughs> you virtually attended. I virtually attended the dirt workshop in North Dakota. Um, I generally do go to North Dakota, but only once in the winter. Um, but so I did that. And I've always wanted to go to the Indiana CCA conference because they usually have a really good program. And this year I got to attend. So. So it's been nice to actually go to things that you want to be able maybe to go elsewhere because I mean you're at home right or we yeah or you know during the Indiana CCA conference we usually have meetings too so mm -hmm. it was nice to do that and I know there's been a lot of complaints about you know still charging the same price and not getting their stale coffee and rotten donuts but you know a lot of yeah. times the breakfast and the foods are donated so mm -hmm. you know you're you're really donating more for the program when you pay a fee so and, you know, the CCA conference, it was $150, but it had 45 hours, you know, of CCA credit. And generally you figure a CCA credit hour is going to be $10. Mm -hmm. So it really was a good deal. And even more so the crops TV, if you guys haven't checked that out from Iowa state, that was $45 for 45 hours worth of CCA credit. Wow. And not just that you have to be a CCA. I mean, there's a lot of good um, programs out there. There's a lot of good topics to talk about, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I'm sure paying $45 that you can get your, you'll get $45 worth, even if you don't watch all 45 hours. <laughs> well, these companies still got to make money too. I don't want it to make it all about money, but they still have a business to run. Well, most of these that I'm, are extension so far that I've been talking about, but, um, and I know people are zoomed out. And so I don't want them to be afraid of virtual meetings because like the Iowa State and the um, DIRT workshop, they were really more like TV programs. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't just watching somebody's PowerPoint, you know, and listening to their data. I mean, they were like productions and a lot of them had interactive where you could ask questions. 
so there was a component of live and recorded but like if you were watching it at the the first time it was shown you know you could add in your questions and you could converse and so there were there were a lot of good options I know today I saw that um, Chad Lee was still doing the um, the Kentucky Wheat Conference was today. I know there was a grains council up in North Dakota that they had a lot more people attend than they normally would had to in person. So. Yeah, I have a different perspective on it. I I can't. I've attended small virtual meetings, nothing like too big. But I did have the opportunity to work with the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. So I am a Allied Member Street member um, and Colleen Callahan Consultancy, which I worked for, we were able to team up with the staff at NAFB and help run the virtual convention. So I got to look at it from the behind the scenes. And let me tell you how much work goes into that, I think I finally calculated, I spent over 130 hours within a, like almost a week and a half span on a virtual convention. So there's a lot of small details and planning that still goes into these events. Well, and I think that that people need to realize that because that's what makes them better than what you think they're going to be. Mm -hmm. These aren't like Zoom meetings, you know, yeah. you're not staring at 12 different people picking their nose and drinking different drinks and whatnot. I mean, it's a program as if you were watching it on TV. Right. So, and, and that, can, that makes a difference. And you can still enjoy it from your home, whether you have pants on or not, or <laughs> whatever. You might be drinking whiskey in your coffee cup, who knows. Um, or you could have just rolled out of bed and just not having to drive the hour and a half to get there. Yeah, you know, really I think annoying. there's also the predicament of whether I turn on my video or not <laughs> and let people see me. <laughs> I do not turn my video on. Uh, it depends on the day for me. Well, I just, you know, it depends on what, if it's a large meeting, you know, there's no need to turn it on because mm -hmm. to yeah. me, what the other people are doing and what's in their rooms and behind their, their heads is distracting. I have resting bitch face <laughs> um, when I'm on Zoom meetings because like I'll be listening. I'm not looking into the camera really. Like I do this on the podcast. Like I look around because I'm, that's how I listen. I don't stare straight into the camera yeah. while I'm listening. So then when people see me, they think I'm not listening or I look like I'm not enjoying myself. Like I'll get texts like on certain means be like, Kelsey, are you okay? I'm like, I'm listening. Like I don't listen with a smile on my face unless you make me laugh or something. Well, and I um, usually turn it off too, especially if the kids are home because they always want to come in and see all the faces and then, yeah. um, or, you know, I have to run and get, some, you know, somebody drops something off or. Um, yeah. Before I was taking the dog out, obviously not doing that anymore since we lost our fourth correspondent Wrigley last year at the end of 2020, which was another reason why it sucked. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I don't want people seeing how distracted I am or if I'm doing something else in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing a uh, first grade art project that I needed to get done for the teacher to teach at school. <laughs> so I'm painting while listening. <laughs> become a great multitasker hey I'll tell you though I wish I would have taken probably more advantage of some online conferences or meetings or seminars I feel like I didn't take full advantage um, 
and some of the ones and I didn't look into it as much as maybe I should have but I also listened to a lot of them are recorded so you can still go see a lot of them and besides like just virtual meetings in general I've become a better listener of podcasts in general which is also um virtual and um it's it's yeah I've listened to less podcasts because I'm not in the car (laughs) I listen, I, I listen to them when I'm working, if I don't have to like listen to what I'm working on, if that makes sense. But I have now like four Alexas in the house. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't light up when I said that. That's what I was looking at. I was like, please don't say a word. Cause I like to have things li- since I work from home, I, which eat pandemic or not, I work from home. Um, I like everything listening throughout the house, but I hope if anyone out there has like a, a meeting or a seminar or a convention they attended or should be on our radar for the next year, I was trying to Google before we got on just like a list of 2021 farm shows and stuff. And I could not find a, like a Yeah, list. I haven't seen a comprehensive list either. Um, I know Illinois, the University of Illinois has theirs coming out in February, I believe, which kind of takes place of their crop management conferences. Mm. Um, There is the University of Minnesota has a tillage one this month, I believe also. Um, Jody DeLong-Hughes was working on that one. Um, This this month too, I'm also going to go to the World of Weeds from North Dakota. Although- The World of Weeds? Yes, wanted to do that for a while too. So um, I'll actually be watching that one at one of my meetings. Um, yeah, so there, there still are some in both January and February, the American Farm Bureau Conference is virtual this month. Um, and then Commodity Classic is virtual, which is in March. Is it? Okay. So yeah, there's still quite a few opportunities. And like I said, a lot of them are recorded. Uh, you don't have to watch them live. I mean, the Iowa State Crops TV, you can watch those at any point in time. Um, they're not going to be up forever though. So if you are interested in some of this stuff, you really should start Mm -hmm. looking at it. And now that it's a, I I hate to say it's a slow season because it can still be a busy season for many. In fact, I don't know if slow seasons exist anymore because there's always something to be done on the farm. I was thinking it would slow down before Christmas, but it has not slowed down yet. And we're already eight days into January. So yeah. But I guess we could say it's a little slower maybe and this is a good time to all those maybe either podcasts or virtual meetings that recorded that you signed up for couldn't watch it live and you still have that link to go watch um, and you don't have to binge them you know don't like make yourself sit for eight hours and watch them all yeah you know watch that's how iowa state has theirs like 9 a.m tuesday wednesday thursday but then they're all recorded so you can watch them all later too. And so that, you know, that's not as much of a daunting equipment, uh, daunting commitment (laughs) as having to sit in front of your computer for eight hours. Right. Right. And it makes it convenient because, you know, you can pause it, run, pick up your kids from school, take a phone call, you know, whatever you need to do. Um, I guess I enjoyed it partly. I mean, I know people are sick of being working from home but I've worked from home since 2003 so yeah I don't listen to podcasts I I listen to like snapped and dateline uncovered (laughs) 
<laughs> well, um, everyone listens to crime podcasts except me. I feel like I get too paranoid. I'm like, oh, there's so many bad news already out in the world. I don't want to keep listening to it. See, I look at it more as like reading a biography. You know, these were yeah. real people. And so one of my favorite shows to listen to is Murder in the Heartland. <laughs> Some of them have been, but lately there have been a lot that have been close. You know, there was one, um, even in the other crime shows, there's been a couple in Bloomington. There was one in Pekin. Um, There was the one I watched last night was up by Rockford. So it's been a little getting a little. I just turn on the TV and that's good enough for me. (laughs) I don't need any more besides what I see on the news. Oh, that was a nervous laugh, guys. I'm not actually laughing. That was a nervous yeah, laugh. It's been a rough week. Yeah. Over. yeah. Rough. One one question I have for you, Karen, is in the midst of virtualness, staying at home, there there's still maybe a component of networking. Have you seen that in the virtual meetings and conferences? Like, are you still able to talk to people? or meet new people at all? Um, Well, I mean, you were able to ask questions. I mean, there's probably not chit chat, but I mean, you can go to Twitter for that if you want to meet some people, although that's kind of a dumpster fire too at the moment. But um, yeah, I guess, but I'm not, I'm not a person who thrives on being with people. I could be a hermit if I had to, which is probably why I've worked from home since, you know, almost two decades now. (laughs) Um, every once in a while, I feel like I need to talk to somebody and I'll just jump online and be like, hey, you know, or something. So that's what I miss the most. I think that's what's dragged me down from doing some virtual meetings, because when I earlier this year, I worked at our local chamber of commerce and we tried happy hours and it just it just did not work. There is a group of women um, in ag that have been doing one for several months now, um, just once a month. Um, I don't, I'll have to, I think they, well, they sent out for this month, but um, if that's something that you're interested in, let us know. Um, we've had, um, like I said, we've had like four or so. You don't have to go to everyone. It's not always the same group of people sometimes. Yeah. There's not really a format, but sometimes there's, you know, like somebody will start off with a question and that'll kind of lead it, but it's really lighthearted and, um, you know, just a a chance to actually converse and see people. And there've been a great, a lot of great um, ag people, but particularly a lot of great agronomy people, which I guess is my wheelhouse, but so that's really the only one. And I wouldn't say that they're, I mean, they're not drinking. I mean, they could be, I suppose, but, um, you know, it's (laughs) not like, Um, I did have one Christmas party online like that. Um, The host had actually sent out everyone's favorite drinks. Um, And for some reason, when I answered the, I didn't know what they were doing. And so I answered iced tea. So I got a bottle of iced tea while everyone else got wine. (laughs) But I'm not a big wino anyway. So it was just kind of funny. That's a huge letdown for me though. I am a wine drinker. Yeah, I just hope like going forward, like I think about Farm Progress Show. It's in Decatur. It's in Illinois this year. Like what are people doing right now? Because these events take a lot to plan. And we're in January. Um, Before we know it, we'll be in planting season. And 
summer well, and then the harvest. That, you know, the vaccination schedule should be fairly well. You know, oh gosh, I hope so. On its way happen. by what the front partner shows what the end of August. Yeah. The other thing about that is it is outside. Yes. And so that's helpful and people can space out. Um, I know last year um, they weren't going to allow giveaways and things like that. So I don't know if that'll change for this year. Um, but, you know, anytime that you touch stuff that other people touch, I mean, that's going to be. Yeah. I'm Maybe just, a little different from now going forward. I'm just so dang tired of being at home because I am like a, I'm a, I'm an extrovert. I like being out. Like for me working from home, I would still go to a coffee shop two or three times a week just to get out of the house. Like just to have some interaction with someone. Now it's me going down to the bar just to get some interaction with people. That's what I miss the most is just seeing and talking to people. And that could also be the journalist in me just wanting to, um, talk to people, asking questions and working from home. Like I haven't been into town. Well, I went to town yesterday, but like I plan on just going to get groceries for some social interaction. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm, I'm that person. Before that the pandemic, I just picked up my groceries. You know, I ordered them online and picked Karen, them up. Karen, you and I are kind of opposite. You can, I don't want to be there. <laughs> That's why like virtual don't get me wrong. I'm thankful for what I've been able to do in 2020, what I, uh, how I helped to other people, but I sure hope as hell as we go back, we go back. Well, I start teaching lab on Monday. So if you want to come sit in the back of the class for four hours <laughs> of, you know, people around, come on over. <laughs> okay. Just fill out your COVID sheet in the parking lot and you're welcome to come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I might take you up on that. <laughs> oh my, I'm just... I know COVID-19 has been a huge topic and I mean, but it's integrated into our lives now. There's, there's no way not to talk about it. And, and we're not making light of it. I mean, I've known people who have passed away and who've been yes. very, very sick and it, it sucks. I mean, yes. it really does. Yes. I just want us all to find a way that we're able to keep moving forward with what we need to be able to do. And I think the vaccinations, hopefully, you know, obviously we, they had, I had a friend who got her second round yesterday. So, um, and she's a nurse. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they're getting through, um, they're starting to get through, I think yesterday and the day before was like the first second dose that came through. And so I think we're getting closer. I know they didn't have as, in Illinois, they didn't have as many as they thought they were going to have um, initially, but hopefully they'll get production ramped up and we'll be able to, you know, have drive-through vaccine clinics for those who need it and, uh, you know, get our vulnerable, pop vulnerable population um, vaccinated so that we don't have to worry when we're around them. You know, the last thing anyone wants to do is, you know, be responsible for taking out grandma so well here's to hoping 2021 a better year like we said earlier in the beginning we've had our seven-day trial we don't want it um take it back <laughs> probably some people are already saying hey hey 2022 where yet <laughs> that scares me because oh my gosh that's a whole year away yeah so, so i'm gonna hope I'm not going to say it could can be worse because I did that in 2019 and so I feel responsible for some of 2020. Uh, so we're just going to be positive and try yep. to go forward from here. Yep. I also want to do a call out to anyone 
we're always looking for stories of people, um, potential guests. I know I look through Facebook and Twitter of what of what the potential stories and everything that are out there. But um, if you have an interesting story to share, please reach out to us. I know our uh, one of a couple more than a couple of our previous guests. We found them via the internet, and they just had an interesting story to tell. So. Throughout 2021, I would say I never do New Year's New Year's resolutions, but I have two goals for 2021. One is to go where I feel led. That's just one thing I want to do is just go where I feel led, where God's leading me. And two, I just want to tell more stories. I want to put more stories out there. So that's that's my two overall goals for 2021. So if you can help a sister out, um, we would love to have you on the podcast. All right. Sounds good. Well, we will talk to you guys soon. Yep. We'll be on. And that bitch better be off the beach and back here. (laughs) (laughs) Or we just go down to the beach. I did ask her, hey, well, I'll get on a flight right now and come to you and we'll record on the beach. (laughs) Yes, that did not happen. So, well, (laughs) thanks everyone. We appreciate you tuning in today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Join us next time for another episode of Girls Talk Ag. And if you can't wait until then, connect with us on Twitter.